0: Good morning, good morning, to God be the glory, great things he has done, will do, and continues to do. This is the day the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. Today is July the 9th, in the year of our Lord 2023. As you know, we, as we always do, we do the 31 day challenge. Which means we will be reading Psalms 9 and Proverbs 9. Um, as well as our bonus reading of... Articles of Faith, um, article number nine, which discusses how beliefs should be set up. If you don't go to a church you don't see articles of faith, question them why they don't have it, because these are the things that tell us what kind of belief system you truly have. Um, a lot of times people go to church and they don't know what this church truly believes until... They're there for six months or a year, and then they see that, oh my goodness, what are they truly believing in? So, anytime you go to a church more than a couple of times, ask them about what they believe if they don't have it sitting up there, self-evident, amen? This is a good, maybe with fellow believers this morning. We just want to give the Lord thanks. Lord, we just thank you, O Lord. We just thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for another hour, another second, another moment to praise your holy name, to give you all the glory and all of the praise. We just thank you, O Lord, for giving us breath, life, friendships, family. Most importantly, the Son, Jesus Christ, through which we were able to reestablish a relationship with you because we believe in his death on the cross. And that that death brought eternal life to all of those who believe you and believe in you. So we just want to thank you, O Lord, and give you all the glory. Because you are a great God, and you are worthy of all praise. Hallelujah and amen. So... We're waiting for everybody to come. Play a little worship music until then. Just to get us in the mood to praise Him without even saying anything. You know, sometimes we just need a little something to encourage us to get us started in the move a little bit. Ooh, let's give a little bit of this here. Let's remember what Jesus can do for us. Good morning over here on Wisdom, Gabrielle Hammers. Thank you for joining us. We're getting ready to do our daily readings in a little bit. Or I start morning devotion in a little bit. E mm. 不是 started with the morning devotional in just a second where we read um, John chapter 3. We do the Lord's Prayer and we do Psalms 23 where we recognize the Lord as our shepherd. Give us just a few more moments while we allow a few more people to come in. Come on in the room and let and let yourself meet Jesus who is our Doc. Who writes out all our scriptures? Who gives us all our medicines? In the room. In the room. To God be the glory. All right. So we see that, um, ah, and Bachelor Ishmael has joined us over here on the wisdom side. God be the glory. Yeah, um, I was just playing a little bit of um, that song, In the Room, Ishmael. You know, it goes like the signal. Come on, in the room. I say, come on, in the room. Jesus is my doctor, and he writes out all of my scriptures, and he gives me all my medicines in the room, in the room. Hallelujah. So some of y'all might not know about that man named Jesus, so let us go. Over here to um, John chapter 3. Where you can get a chance to meet that man named Jesus. Go back to my new King James Bible today. Alright. John chapter 3. We're going to start at the top. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus. A ruler of the Jews. Nicodemus answer said to him, how can these things be? Jesus answered, said to him, are you the teacher of Israel and not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and we testify what we have seen and you not receive our witness. If I had told you earthly things you do not believe, how do you believe I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, that is, the Son of Man, who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God not sent his Son into the world to condemn the world, But he who does the truth comes to the light, that these may be clearly seen, that they have been done in God. And for that, we lift Jesus up this morning. We lift Jesus up. Everybody help us to lift Jesus up. To the glory of God, for the hope and salvation of the next generation. That is your kids, your nieces, your nephews, grandchildren, neighbors, kids down the street, kids at schools, kids in daycares, kids on the other side of town, kids in the next city, kids in um, in the county, kids in the city, in the states, in the country, and all the kids around the world for the hope and salvation of the next generations. Hallelujah. Let us go to um, Luke chapter 11. And from there we'll read the Lord's Prayer. We we'll start at the top. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray Satan, and you can repeat after me, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us and not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and for that we say amen I see we up to 5 over here on the wisdom side, we got Michael J., we got Ambassador Ishmael, Christopher John Martins, Darlene Anderson, and Gabrielle Hammonds. Still rolling solo over here on stereo. Um, a couple people have passed through, like my brother Blake. We pray that everybody comes in before we get started with the daily readings. We still have one more part of our morning devotional. Let's go to the Book of Psalms. Chapter 23. I'm sorry, not chapter 23, but Psalms 23. Psalms don't have chapters, the Psalms are individual songs, praises, cries out to God. So, this song here recognizes what Jesus is to us in our lives, He is our shepherd. So as I read, you can repeat after me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah. Though I walk through The valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And ever. And let us all together say Amen. Alright, we finish our morning devotional. So we can stay right here in the book of Psalms and, and move up fourteen up to um verse I'm sorry to Psalms nine. God be the glory. We still have the same five over here on um, Wilson, Michael J., Ambassador Ishmael, Christopher John Martin, Darlene Anderson, and Gabriel Hannes. God be the glory. Psalms 9. Subtitle A prayer and thanksgiving for the Lord's righteous judgments to the chief musician to the tune of death of the Son." A Psalm of David. And it begins, I will praise your Lord with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right in my cause. You sat on the throne judging in righteousness. You have rebuked the nations, you have destroyed the wicked, you have blotted out their name forever and ever. O enemy destructions are finished forever, and you have destroyed cities, even their memory has perished, for the Lord shall endure forever. He has prepared his throne for judgment. He shall judge the world in righteousness, and he shall administer judgment for the peoples in uprightness. The Lord will also be a refuge for the oppressed a refuge in times of trouble. And those who know your name will be put will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. Sing praises to the Lord who dwells in Zion. Declare his deeds among the people. When he avenges blood, remember them. I'm oh, sorry, he remembers them. He does not forget the cry of the humble. Have mercy on me O lord consider my trouble from those who hate me you have lifted me up from the gates of death that i may tell all your praise in the gates of the daughter zion i will rejoice in your salvation the nations have sat down in the pit which they made in the net which they hid their own foot is caught the lord is known by the judgments he executes the wicked is snared in the works of his own hands. Meditation. Zilah. The wicked shall be turned into hell. And all the nations that forget God. For the needy shall not always be forgotten. The expectations of the poor shall not perish forever. Arise, O Lord. Do not let man prevail. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, O Lord. That the nations may know themselves to be but men. Sila. These being the 20 verses of Psalms 9. I hope that all were blessed by the reading of the word. If this Psalm spoke to you in any way, the floor is open, you can Comment on it and just testify what the Lord gave you. As for me, we can see as many of of the psalms that David wrote, that they give a whole hearty praise to the Lord before he even asks us or you know declares or demands anything. He always gives the Lord His praise. That's something that we can all learn in our prayers. Praise Him first. Don't always be ready to ask. For we already know from the Lord's prayer. If you read um, in Matthew chapter um, six and you read up a verse, He says, "The um, Lord already knows what you have need of before you even ask. He just wants you to ask." Because you need to, you need to ask to connect yourself to the Holy God. That you can't demand things. You can't sit around and wait for Him to do it for you. But you must connect with Him and ask. As humbly as needed. So when we look at it, He talks about how He knows the the righteousness that he he has and he understands that the nations have not and will be rebuked by God's mighty power. And we see in 6, 7, and 8, he talks about how those nations that did wrong will be judged by the Lord. But in 9 and 10, he recognizes that those who do believe he'll be a refuge for them. That when they're in trouble, they can always come to him. In 11 and 12, he goes back to, to singing praises. And that, he doesn't, that he, the Lord remembers those who cry out to him. In 13, he talks about the troubles that he's been through. And he asks for deliverance. So that he can continue to praise the Lord So we see In like 15 through 18 It talks about How evil the nations have been And how they don't care about anybody But that's why God has to come in Intervene So that the needy won't be forgotten And the expectations of the poor Should not perish So in 19 and 20 He, he He's asking the Lord to move so that they can recognize that they are just merely men and must answer to our almighty and the holy God. The floor is open. If anybody has anything else they want to say about Psalms 9, you're more than welcome to do so. Otherwise, you're ready to head into... Um, the proverbs in a second let's do a quick roll call we still got michael j ambassador ishmael christopher john martin Darlene anderson and gabrielle hammond over here on stereo we still rolling solo they're still taking their time to get in but they know the 31 day challenge they know to read their psalms and their proverbs amen God There we go. Amen. Amen. So let us head to Proverbs now. Just read this here in in the men's group uh, um, in on Friday. This is just the way of wisdom. So we can understand how wisdom operates. It begins. Wisdom has built her house; she has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat; she has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in him. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat my bread, and drink the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer unless he hates you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a just man, and he will also increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, your days will be multiplied, and the years of your life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you are buried alone. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing, for she sits at the door of her house, on a seat by the highest places of the city, to call to those who pass by, who go who go straight on their way whoever is simple let him turn in him as for him who lacks understanding she says to him stolen water is sweet and bread even secret is pleasant but he does not know that the dead are there that her gifts, gifts are in the depths of hell these being the 18 verses of Proverbs 9 I hope that were blessed by the reading of the word So, in Proverbs 9, what we have is two uh, paths. We see two paths. We see a way of wisdom, and we see a a way of righteousness. Now, if you look at the way of wisdom, the way of wisdom uses preparation. So, wisdom teaches you to prepare for things. When you're a wise man, you know that you should prepare for the future. You never know when you're going to have a rainy day. If you're a man that loves God, you should prepare to receive Him, but also prepare for how the devil is going to try to trick you and to cause trouble. Um, this is what my um, overseer would call "calculate the devilly." As you know, anytime we try to do something good, the devil's always, the devil and his minions always going to come up and try to put a um, monkey rich in things. So we got to prepare for the good things and prepare for the bad we also said wisdom prepared for the help people so if you're simple and you lack understanding you can come to wisdom then wisdom shows you then it says in verse 7 it shows you in 7 and, and um, 8 it shows you that when you try to correct a scoffer and actually give them wisdom Or a wicked man, it actually only harms you because they're not going to listen to wisdom because they're going to hate you. Instead, if you see a wise man stumble, correct him. He's going to listen. And when you do so, you're actually going to make that wise man even wiser. What we see in, um, in 10, it goes right back to the beginning again. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And then 11, it says, for by me, your days will be multiplied. The years of your life will be added to you. So, we list the wisdom. Wisdom brings addition into your being. It can add years to your life, or it can make your life more productive as though you had more years. So we look here in in verse twelve, it says, If you're wise, you're wise for yourself and you scoff, you will bear it alone. So we know that when it comes to the judgment seat of Christ's time, it before the beginning of eternity. We're all going to be there by ourselves, and he's going to ask us the questions and say, and look at our acts and deeds in the book of life. I mean, in the books. And, and either tell us where our reward is if we believe in Christ, or tell us where our punishment is if we do not believe in Christ. So, 13 through 18 show you the opposite. When you go in the way of wisdom, you go to the way of folly. So, just as wisdom is considered of women, father is a similar woman too. But let's listen to how folly is described. She is simple and knows nothing. She doesn't stay where she needs to be. But just like wisdom, she calls out. And she calls out to the simple too. And for the ones who don't have understanding. But instead of teaching them how to prepare for stuff, this woman, of folly says, "Stolen water is secret, and bread eating is secret is pleasant. So she wants you to, to do the wrong thing in order to get what you need. Instead of following wisdom and get, doing the right thing to get what you need. So when you listen to folly, this is what happens. But he does not know that the dead are there. That her gifts are in the depths of hell. So when you go in the way of folly. You are heading in the the direction of destruction. So be careful. Because folly will take you out. And it's looking to take you out. If you don't choose the way of wisdom. You are choosing the way of folly. Those the only two choices: learn or burn. I didn't make the rules; God did. I'm just working. I'm just working through Him, the best to follow Him. If anybody else has anything to say on Proverbs nine, the floor is open. You're more than welcome to do so. Over here on wisdom, we got Miss Breaker, Michael J. Ambassador Ishmael, Christopher John Martins, Darlene Anderson, and Gabrielle Hammonds. I'm still rolling a solo on stereo. I don't know if there's something wrong today. But nobody, none of the, our regulars is coming on you. I don't know why. I pray that it, somebody does come. With that being said, nobody has anything to say about. It. Proverbs nine, let us head on into the articles of faith. And we're gonna go to Article Nine. Article nine is based on three scriptures and actually I think I'm gonna read all three of the scriptures. The Article nine is based on Romans eight, twenty-six to thirty-four, first Peter two, one through ten, and Ephesians one, three to fourteen. So let's go to Romans eight, twenty-six and 30, 26 to 34 the Romans 8 26 to 34 and they say likewise the spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we are but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be other. Now he who searches the heart knows what the mind and the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be, among, might be the first firstborn among many brethren. Moreover whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. Then what should we say to these things? If God is for us, then who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How should he not with him also freely give us all things? Who should bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is He who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore is almost so risen? Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also makes intercession for us? So that's on Romans eight, twenty-six to thirty-four. We're going to go on First Peter two ten. Amen. Good to see you, uh, Ambassador Chris and Ambassador um, David. Um, we're going through the articles of faith. Before I actually read them, I'm actually reading the scriptures that they are based on um, for 9. Uh, okay, so to make sure. Yeah, 2 Peter 2 and 1 through 10. So it says, Therefore, lay aside all malice, all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil speaking. As new- newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. If indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, coming to him as a living stone, rejected indeed by men, but chosen by God and precious, you also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes in him will by no means be put to shame. Therefore, to you who believe, he is precious. But to those who are disobedient, the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone, and a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense. They stumble, being disobedient to the word, to which they were also appointed. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him whom you, who you call out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people, but now the people of God, who have not attained mercy, but now have attained mercy. So that's Second um, Peter um, 1-10, through and then we'll go to Ephesians. Um, 1, 3 to 14, and then I actually read the Articles of Faith. Um, we got 10 over here on w- Wisdom now. We got Cecilia Grace, Truly Julie, Wonderman Fool, um, NG King, Miss Breaker, Michael J, um, Ambassador Ishmael, uh, Christopher John Martins, Darlene Anderson, and Gabrielle Hammonds. All right, so let's head to Ephesians. Chapter One. Good to see you too, Mama B. The God be the glory. So we go to verse three. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heaven places in Christ, just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. In him he have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us in our wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he proposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together and one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. In him we also have a take, the inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. In him you have also trusted, after you have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, to the praise of his glory. So those are the scriptures on which Article Nine of the Articles of Faith is based on God's purpose of grace. The traditional interpretation of the articles of faith. We believe that scriptures teach that election is the eternal purpose of God, according to which He graciously regenerates, sanctifies, and saves sinners. That being perfectly consistent with the free agency of men, it comprehends all the means and connections with the end. That is the most glorious display of God's sovereign goodness, being infinitely free, wise, holy, and unchangeable. That it utterly excludes boasting and promotes humility, love, prayer, praise, trust in God, and active imitation of His free mercy. That encourages the use of means in the highest degree that may be ascertained by its effects in all who truly believe the gospel. That is, it is the foundation of Christian assurance, and that to ascertain it with regard to ourselves demands and deserves the utmost diligence. Now, here's the reading. It says, we believe that Christians who are in Christ are considered to be chosen, predestined, or part of the elect by God, because Jesus Christ has given our new life, meaning, new purpose, and a new destination. We are only in Christ by the grace of God, and therefore all the, the new possibilities and purposes that come into our lives because of our relationship with Jesus Christ are gifts from God. God's purpose of grace is to bring us back into a right relationship with with him as it existed before sin affected humanity. It is God working on our behalf and bringing us into his will for us. It is a precious gift that we can never earn for ourselves. The words chosen, predestination, and let are words that have been a source of much misunderstanding and debate in the Christian church for centuries. All these words on the surface imply that human beings have a predetermined destiny or future that will definitely be fulfilled regardless of what they may say or do or how they may live. In our society, we say many times that something is fate, karma, destiny, or something is just meant to be. Whatever the case, we have to be careful about applying a whatever will be, will be mentality to our lives indiscriminately, especially when it comes to our faith. This doctrinal teaching of the church challenges us to think about God's eternal redemptive purpose for all of humanity and creation, as well as how that purpose is founded upon love and made possible by grace. When we say grace, we refer to God's unmerited favor that he bestows upon us. There's nothing we do to earn favor from the heart of God. Instead, God chooses to love us, save us, and redeem us out of God's own heart and character. God chose to send Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ chose to die on the cross. God chose to put the plan of salvation into action for us. God chose us as the Bible teaches us. It is our choice to love God back and to choose to live for him. Unfortunately, throughout world history, this doctrine has been misused, misapplied, and abused by groups of people who have claimed to be God's, quote unquote, chosen people. And have therefore used it to justify their own opinions and actions that are inconsistent with the nature and character of God. Hate groups terrorist groups and politically and socially oppressive groups and even nations have been and still do use God's name and purpose to justify ungodly stances and actions in the world because they believe they have been quote unquote chosen by God to do so. But this doctrinal teaching exposes the faulty nature of all of them by telling us that God extends love, grace, and salvation to all people prejudice or exclusion that all have the free will to accept or reject god's invitation to salvation our choices as human beings do matter and they do have consequences god has created this world and he has created us that our us so that our choices in life can create all different types of consequences and ultimately change our future and destiny god is the god of love and humanity is created to be morally responsible and accountable The issues of election, election, predestination, and being chosen must properly be understood in the biblical context of being in Christ. When it comes to this article of faith, we must remember the following. One, God is sovereign and has self-imposed limitations. We know and believe that God is all-powerful and can do anything that God wants to do. But God is also faithful and keeps his word. So God would not act contrary to his word, his purpose, or his nature. God does not have to ask anyone's permission to act, but he always acts in accordance to his own laws and nature. God always works within the boundaries of love and righteousness, which God himself created. So since God created us with free will, he would never impose or force us to love him or anyone else. It is a choice that we must make. God has the power to force us or to make us love him and everyone else but that would be contrary to God's nature and his word. His grace comes to us in the form of intervention, and even though he has the power to force it on us God would not do that because it is contrary to his purpose. Mm. To God be the glory we got um, 12 over here on wisdom, Taylor maid Duke of Marth, Cecilia Grace, Julie Julie, Wandering Fool, NGY King, Miss Breaker, Michael J, Ambassador Ishmael, Christopher John Martins, Darling Anderson, and um Gabrielle Hammonds. Over Gabriel Hammonds, I'm sorry. Over here on stereo, we got Ambassador Davis, Ambassador Chris, and Mama B. Um, if anybody has anything to say so far about this article of faith, I got two more bullet points to go through real quick and then we'll be all done with with Article 9. So if you want to leave a message, you can. Amen. to 2 and 3. Humanity, 2. Humanity has a free will that makes us more responsible and accountable. God created us with the ability to choose. Therefore, we are responsible for our choices and the consequences that come from them. We cannot make choices and then blame God for the results, especially if we choose to do something that's outside of God's biblical standards of righteousness. Likewise, if things go well in our lives, we should not steal the credit for it As if God has not blessed us. God gave us free will. So that we can respond willingly to God's invitation. To be loving. And I'm sorry to be in a loving saving relationship with him. If we reject God the consequences will miss face. It's not God's desire for anyone to perish. But God knows that if we have free will, then some may choose to reject him. God does not play favors with people in creation. While some may have a different purpose, position, or place in life, God's overall desire remains consistent throughout time. God wants all people to be saved and blessed and invites us to be with him. Amen. Amen. All right, and we're about to go into the last one. Uh One second, all right. Part three, I mean, the third bullet point. We are elect, chosen, and predestined in Christ. The key to understanding what it means, what being chosen really means, lies in understanding what it means to be in a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Notice how many times the Bible talks about being in Christ, or as equivalent in Ephesians one. When we are in Christ, then it is then that we are blessed to be included with those who have a predetermined this. Who are chosen to be who are chosen as a peculiar or special people, who are part of God's body of believers who are in fellowship with Him. Being in Christ is what determines our destiny and gives us assurance and confidence that we are safely and securely in the hands of God. Our purpose and our future are already set and defined because we are in Christ. Not limited to the earthly temporary existence in this world. Being in Christ gives us an eternal destiny that far surpasses anything that this world may offer. God's love causes God to extend his grace to us in the form of an invitation to new life and relationship with him. When we use our free will to choose Jesus Christ, then we are blessed to be born into the body of Christ, the let, the chosen, the predestined from the foundation of the world. That concludes the reading of Article 9 of the Articles of Faith. if anybody has anything they want to say, you're more than welcome to do so. Yeah. Ambassador Davis, I know you have something to say. So give it to us, brother. But we see here that grace is the gift that is given to all. But not everybody to chooses to open the package. So when God says we're predestined, it's because God does not exist in time. He knows our decisions before he before we were even born so he knows what sheep are going to hear his voice and he knows who's going to be a goat so when we say we're predestined it means because God knows our destiny doesn't mean we know our destiny but it does mean we get to choose our destiny will you choose to stay in sin? will you choose to believe what the world believes Will you choose to reject God? If you choose those things, then you choose to reject grace. And therefore choose the pits of hell which all will go to who do not believe. However, if you choose to believe in Christ's sacrifice, if you choose to believe that God did this all for us, if you choose to believe that He's a holy God. And he expects righteousness. If you choose to believe that. God knows we can't get the righteousness by ourselves. But instead. Offer up. His son to attain it. So that the Holy Spirit can reside within us. For that righteousness to grow inside of us. Then you choose to believe in the right way. Again we are done with the reading. If anybody has any comments. You are more than welcome to do so. If you want to come up. On either platform, the platforms are open. Um, while everybody's um, you know contemplating the scripture, I'm just gonna say a, a prayer. Oh heavenly Father, we thank you. We glorify your name, Lord. We just want to thank you, Lord, for these words that you get have given us today and the Psalms and the Proverbs, and with these articles of faith, Lord. We thank you for that. For that praise that David gave us, O Lord, in Proverbs, I mean, I mean, in Psalms nine, where you recognize that we have to praise Him, O Lord, that we have to praise You, O Lord, for the battles that You have already fought for us, and that You're keeping us, O Lord, from the law, from loss by Your own Holy Son that You gave for us, O Lord. We thank You for the way of wisdom that You gave us in Proverbs nine, so that we won't choose the path of folly whose pathway is to the gates of hell we thank your Lord even more for the grace that was explained in article 9 the articles of faith so we understand that it's only through grace that we are saved and it's only through grace that we will be able to build and grow and that we are not unique to any other human being when it comes to grace that those who choose to accept it will walk in his paths and those who don't will stay in the ways of the world. So we ask the Lord that you forgive us our sins, those we did knowingly and those we did unknowingly, O Lord. And help us to forgive others, O Lord, so that we not block up the gates of heaven. So we ask the Lord that these words from today, O Lord, they go down to each and every heart, mind, and soul, and spirit, so that we can, O Lord, Understand your ways more and more each day so we become more like your Lord. That one day we would be able to exhibit the same grace that Jesus gave us to others all around us. So we ask that you continue to rebuke the Bible for your name's sake, O Lord. We know the devil has been sent to kill, steal, and destroy. But he, O Lord, is nowhere near your strength, not even in the same we can't even begin to believe it. We know that the battle is already won. We know he's already been kicked out of heaven. We already know that Satan has a destiny in the abyss. But we know for a little while longer he has to come out here. And he's trying to deceive the world. But yet we ask him for discernment so he'll not be able to deceive us with false doctrines. So we just want to thank you. We just want to glorify your name, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If nobody has anything to say about the articles, I mean, Article 9, the articles of faith, or Psalms, or Proverbs 9, um, we'll head on over to Jude to get our benediction for today. Amen. The floor is still open, though, if you choose to make a comment. We'll close out here in Jude. 24, not to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to prevent you f- faultless for the presence of his glory with the seed joy to God our Savior who alone is wise be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever and let us all together say Amen Alright well this concludes our service this morning God be the glory. I hope that everybody has a church family to go visit today. Um, go in the house of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, be able to fellowship with fellow believers. And I just pray that everybody has a great and safe week and we hope to see you again tomorrow when Ambassador Davis goes to Psalms 10, Proverbs 10 and the Article 10 of the Articles of Faith. To God be the glory for the great things he has done, will do, and continues to do.